All right, welcome in into the Triangle Podcast, presented by our good friends at Couch Guy Sports. Of course, on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, Spotify, anywhere you can find podcasts. We know this by now. You can find us. Myself, Jared Scali, Al Nahigian is here. No Chris Henrique. Chris is a little under the weather. So feel better, sir. Um, we, we were told it's not COVID. So just the good old common cold. That's still a thing, people. You can get sick and not have COVID. Um, crazy. Crazy type. Al, how are we? I'm I'm good, Jared. There's been a lot of changes at Couch Guy and a lot of just changes in general. But you know what? It's it's a fun time. Yeah, it's a fun time. Um, a lot fun time with the Red Sox. We're going to talk about the wild card game a lot tonight. That's basically the premise of the show. We didn't record last week because it was kind of in the middle of a weird week, and we said screw it. Either next week will be the funeral or a preview of the wild card game. And guess what? It's not the funeral. I was preparing. I had like half a eulogy written, and I was like, you- all right, let's. You had the tweet out. You, you literally had the tweet out on Twitter that said, I am preparing my eulogy as I speak at Into the Triangle. Yep. I don't think you tagged Couch Guy Sports, but you definitely tagged Into the Triangle. Oh, no. This is more important. I, th- I thought I was going to have to read it. Just saying. But we're not. We'll talk about that. Red Sox play the Yankees at Fenway Park. They pulled that out of their asses somehow, and they get to host that game still. Um, but, Al, you mentioned it. A lot of changes at Couch Guy Sports. The big one? The big one. You might be thinking, not the one about Al. The big one is that this podcast has a new sponsor. It Al, does. Have, you ever, have you ever been able to feel lack of focus? Have you been too tired, low on energy? You're a teacher. You must feel that way. I felt that way literally today. I, I needed something that could have given me a boost. I mean, post-Brady game. We all think we're all feeling that way. Um, yeah. and, and we understand that feeling now. We're right here with you. And we understand so well that this Into the Triangle podcast, which of course is brought to you by the Couch Guy Sports Network, is now sponsored by our friends at Shocked Energy. Guys, Shocked Energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing, your focus will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy boost when you need it most while ensuring to avoid the jitters after too much caffeine, something like those other energy drinks. Head over to shockedenergy.com. Guys, listen up. Use the promo code CGSN, you know, Couch Guy Sports Network. CGSN today has 10% off your order. Guys, they got green apple flavor box, watermelon flavor boxes. They're awesome. And don't worry, they ship worldwide, guys, for all of our worldwide Red Sox fans here. Wherever you are, it's worldwide. Get your shock energy today. Let us help you gain your focus and energy back. Again, CGSN, 10% off. You know what? Who needs a lot of focus? You, because there's a big announcement this week. Another big change. Our, my co-host here and, and good friend, Alan Hegan, is now the owner and CEO of Couch Guy Sports. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> Whoa. Do I, to, do I have to give an acceptance speech or can we just move on? I'll give it. Al. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Um, no, no, we're not going to do that. I, just real quick. It ha- It is an honor to be the new owner and CEO of Couch Guy Sports, Quags and Jared, they've done a great job, you know, getting this thing off the ground and everything. Obviously, they both have life commitments, so it's kind of tough for them to do the behind-the-scenes stuff. But I have a child. That's still to be determined. But anyways, He's yes. in the other room. I got a child. <laughs> that's, that's so true. Um, but I'm happy to take on this new challenge myself and Diego Galvis, obviously. And Jared and Quags will still be around. They'll still be contributing. They'll still be behind the scenes if we ever have any questions. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this new chapter with Couch Guy. And it's going to yeah. be great. Diego Galvis took my role VP. Um, like you said, myself, way too busy. Day job. 
Uh, so I don't know. I'm about to get a promotion. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time coming. We, it's a startup company and they're just getting career paths. And he, my boss basically said to me, you could have got this like four months ago if this was in place. Um, so that's happening. Got to focus more on the day job. The kid's getting older. Um, and Nick is doing a million other things. And it was best for us to kind of give it to somebody else who we thought could take care of it. And we wanted it to be someone internally and there was no other person to give it to but Al. So Al is now in charge. I have to listen to Al now. That's not true. I'm not going to listen to Al. Um, it, yeah, I was going to say, you I'm not going to listen to Al. Um, so, but, eh, but you but, were asking me some stuff before the show. So, this is I mean, true. Out of respect say? to your new position, well, that'll wear down over time. Um, like tomorrow. Like tomorrow. Yeah, we're done. It's over. <laughs> um, but no, it's exciting times here at Couch Guy. A lot of things going on. Shocked Energy is a big part of that, right? So we're excited to have them as part of the family. Um, CGSN and CGS21. So we got two codes that you can use for Shocked Energy. CGSN and CGS21. Crazy. They both work. Both work. Give them a shot. Um, I Like he said, I will still be doing this podcast. I will still be with Nick on the Couch Guy Sports Podcast. Recording tomorrow, Tuesday, about the Patriots. Shocker. Um, and something else might be coming soon for me. You, you never know. Al knows what yeah. I'm talking about, but no one else. Yeah. Well, Diego, It'll be good. Diego might. So I have some ideas already in my head, so it's fine. Um, Love it. But all right, hey, we got a wild card game to talk about. But first, this past week, Al, was stressful as fuck. Yep. They, the Red Sox were in the first wild card spot, and then they weren't. And now they are again, all in a week. Al. Yes. The Red Sox played three games against the Baltimore Orioles. How many did they win? They won um, one out of three, which by my calculations, Jerry, and keep in mind, I'm a math teacher too, so I should get yep. this right. You should. They lost two games out of three to a team that's lost over 100 games this season. Correct. Okay. Um, you know, it was poetic about that. It, it was almost the Orioles swept them the first series of the, series of the season, and it almost turned into, well, they knocked them out of the playoffs. Because, look, Seattle was on their heels. The Blue Jays were on, that, on their heels. And after losing two out of three to the Orioles, you were a game behind the Yankees. Two games uh, behind. Two, you were two games, sorry, you were two games behind the Yankees for that first wild card spot. And uh-huh. the Seattle Mariners and the Toronto Blue Jays were right behind you. Thankfully, you only had to play the Nationals next, which were also a dumpster fire this year. Go to, but the downside is you went to Washington, so you didn't have a DH the last three games of the season. So you had to figure out JD, Schwarber, a pitcher's had to hit. It was a nightmare. That being said, you swept the Nationals somehow. Where was that in the Baltimore series? This would have been a lot easier and a lot less stressful. But that being said, the Yankees had to play the Rays. So they lost two out of three to the Rays. Boom. Now you're hosting the game again. Great. They go into the last day of the season now. One game up on. No, they were, they were tied with the Yankees, which gave them yep. that they had the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. And the Seattle Mariners and the Toronto Blue Jays were a game back of that second spot to go. Yep. So if either the Red Sox or the Yankees lost and the Blue Jays or the Mariners won, there was going to be a game 163. There could have been a crisis where all of them were tied and God knows what would have happened. They actually they would have all had to play each other. Uh, that, that's very true. And by the way, really quick, going back to that Orioles point, I have a conspiracy theory. The Orioles are secretly just like spies against the Red Sox because they all the time, they take care of business against the Red Sox, and then they go into Toronto final series of the season. Just, they just get their doors get blown off. Doors kicked in. Doors kicked it, in. Literally. And it sucks because they're in the division, but I really like the Toronto Blue Jays. 
like as a team. It's, they're like, good. The, the young kids, Vladdy Jr., dude. That, oh. Vladdy Jr., Bo Bichette. Bo, Bo Bichette. Kevin Biggio. Yeah, like, like they're, they're going to be good. They're a good team. Um, today I saw on Twitter that Stroman, Marcus Stroman, is, who, who was a former Blue Jay, been with the Mets, open to a reunion. Open to a reunion. He's a free agent now. He, his contract's over. Um, and he's open to going back. And if he goes back, ooh, um, always was good against the Red Sox with a Blue Jays uniform. But so there was a chance where all four teams would have had to play each other to decide those two wild cards parts. Thankfully, that didn't happen. The Mariners lost. They couldn't, they couldn't make that miracle run. Good Mariners team came out of nowhere. Um, Blue Jays did win, though. The Blue Jays won their game. So if the Red Sox or Yankees lost, there was chaos. The Yankees won one to nothing against the Rays in the ninth inning because of an Aaron Judge fluke fielder's sing- choice. Fluke it was a fielder's single. choice. It was a fluke fielder's choice, even at that. But that's how they got into the playoffs. And then the Red Sox game was the one that ended last because everyone plays at the same time. The Red Sox were technically the last spot to make the playoffs. And thank God for Rafael Devers. Uh, yeah. Four for four, two home runs. Two dingers. At are least you... five. How many RBIs did he have? He had it was five. He, yeah, he had five RBI. At least four. Maybe five. How many? How, but, how many? How many? What was the home run? Two or three? The second one. The second one was a two run shot in the ninth so, inning. So then it was and four. Hit, I think. That was four. Yeah, he had a solo shot and then he knocked in RBI in the seventh and made it five three. So four RBIs. So four RBIs. But even so, get that man a blank check. Yeah. Sign no, him to you, whatever you need to do. You pay him whatever you want. You pay Rafael Devers whatever he wants. You know, pay him in ice cream, pay him in money, whatever you got to pay yeah, him. Yeah, I don't pay care. Him. I mean, if he wants Dippin' Dots, we should even splurge for some Dippin' Dots because that dude deserves yeah. the Dippin' Dots. Uh, oh, the Dippin' dip Dots, the glory, the glory days. Um, remember those vac- family side ran? Remember those family vacations you'd always take? I remember going to Disney World when I was like in fourth grade. And the resort oh. had like a little. The resort had like a little trolley car. We were on the. We were yep. on the campus. We we're at the pool. We we're doing a pool day. It's like a relaxation day by the pool. I didn't make things relaxing. BT does as a child. You can only imagine. Um, but there uh, was Jared a little. There was a little trolley cart with dipping dots. Oh, did I get those dipping dots, man? Vanilla dipping dots to the face, dude. Oh, as a fourth. How grade. many? How many things of dipping dots would you get? Like cups. Yeah. How many? How many cups would you get? I could probably eat like at that age, like it was like, yeah, two. yeah. You're in fourth grade. You're like nine years old. 10 yeah, years it was, like, old, two, it was it like two. Oh, I was a savage. It was like two or three different dot cups. Of different oh, there you go. Good. Come on now. Good. I'm Italian. Do I know how to eat? Very true. But yes, Rafael Devers, you need to sign him to a long term yep. extension. Get that man paid. Yep. Get him his money. Um, so all that being said, the Red Sox win. The last game of the season. They hold on to that top spot. Finish with the same record as the New York Yankees. But they get to host the game. Fenway Park, Tuesday night, day after recording this, 8 o'clock ESPN. So A-Rod will be on the call. So I will be watching the secondary call, most likely, on ESPN, too. Because I can't do A-Rod. Not without David Ortiz, and he won't be there. Um, so either way, Red Sox, Yankees, one game, Nathan Avaldi, Garrett Cole, for the right to go play the Rays and probably lose. Um, the funniest part about all that, the Yankees ended up with the same record as the Red Sox, and you went out and got Anthony Rizzo and Joey Gallo, and all the Red Sox got was Kyle Schwarber. 92 wins? Even better. Right? 92 wins. They're both 92 and 70 to end the year. 92 and 70, and it's comical because you look back for a second at the beginning of the season. I think you, I was one of the few ones that said 90 wins. 
You were like a lot of people were, and that's where the remember the over under we bet we hit. Right? It was like eighty and a half, right? So Red Sox expectations were like maybe make the playoffs, but probably not. The Yankees' expectations were, oh, it's World Series or bust. This team's fantastically loaded. Yeah, win the American League. They were American win, League favorites coming. Win the, the American year. League, go to the World Series, and play the Dodgers. Well, you both finished with ninety-two wins, and you're both playing in the wild card game. And you know what? If it, I know it's, I know we're far removed from this, but if it was the old format, the Yankees wouldn't even made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Red Sox would have gotten the number one. They would have gotten the number one wild card spot. I hate this mentality, but I'm going to say it anyway. You're, you're riding on house money the rest of the season as a Red Sox fan. You weren't supposed to be here. You were not supposed to be a playoff team in a lot of people's eyes. Um, they obviously didn't make a lot of moves. The pitching has been up and down. You were able to get Sale back, and he didn't even look like himself in that game, that closing game. You're in the playoffs. You have one game against the Yankees. Nathan Evaldi, who typically mows them down, gets to go against Garrett Cole. We'll see what happens, but you're riding house money. If you lose that game, you can't be too upset. I mean, I will be. I'll be pissed because it's the Yankees, but at the end of the day, it's, it was a compelling product all season now, regular season-wise. Ups and downs, obviously, the beginning of the season was amazing, but at the end of the day, it was, it's, it was entertaining. The baseball season didn't end in May, and we're, we're going to the playoffs, technically. Where, where are you at? Sincere question. Yes. Where, where are you at with the celebration thing? Like, are you okay with them celebrating getting into the playoffs, like getting the wild card game? Yes, because of all the t- just everything that's happened the last two years with them, especially with 2020 being such a dumpster fire and 2019 starting out so bad. And then they just finished horrible. And then obviously mm-hmm. with all the stuff that happened with the movie bets trade and kind of, and you know, Andrew Benintendi getting traded and everything else, like I'm okay with it. And here's the thing too. And I think you'll find this a little bit funny off topic really quick. Did you hear what happened with uh, Chris sale and Alex Florida today? No. So Chris Sale went into the office and tried to convince Alex Cora to let him pitch on Tuesday. And Cora immediately just said, no way, dude, not happening. I do love it. I mean, I, I, I love it. I, Chris I, Sale, Give me the damn ball. That's what I love. Chris Sale's the best. And I think Chris Sale's going to be left off the wild card roster, which is fine. I mean, you know, he pitched Sunday. If he's not ready to pitch at all, like if, if you go into that office and he, you say no right away, that means he's not ready to pitch, which means you don't put him on the roster. Like exactly. you, you're, you're going to have E on the roster. It sounds like Pavetta's going to be on the roster if you need him. Um, you have those options. God forbid something happens at the end of the game. You need a plan for game one. If you do win, that's going to be Chris Sale. Yeah. You, you when would play- Sorry. When would game one start for the Thursday. ALDS? Thursday? Thursday, I think. Because if it's Thursday, you're going to be on three days rest because you pitched on Sunday. So that would be Monday he's off, Tuesday he's off, Wednesday he's off. You'd only be on three days rest. I think it's Thursday. So I – I don't know. Like, I get the mentality, but the thing is, too, you know, I I get it. Yeah, Thursday. Because you have Nathan Evaldi, you have Pavetta and Rodriguez if you needed to. Like, all hands on deck for this game. I mean, ideally, you, do you think – ideally, doesn't – I mean, maybe Pavetta starts game one if they don't, if, you don't, if it is not needed and you give Chris Hale the extra day? I don't know. I think they give I, the no, ball No, no, I like but, that. No, no, I like that because, like, the thing that I – I know we're talking at, a big if here, but – well, the way that I look at it is this. If you go Pavetta game one, you're not expecting to win that game. But if you have Chris Sale in game two, and then somehow you find a way to split that series to Tampa, you go back to Boston, you have a chance to where you play better, A. Yep. B, you hit better. You just hit better in general. And C, you can have either Eovaldi or Rodriguez fresh. You can have both of them fresh for games three and four. And then if you need to, you can have Chris Sale for game five. Mm-hmm. So 
if you do it that way, I think, yes, I think that benefits the Red Sox in the long run yep. because they're, they're going to play for a split in Tampa. Oh, for sure. If you can split in Tampa, if you do win the wild card game, then that's a win. Um, you know what also is a win now? What's that? Our friends at uh, Exogun. Oh, you mean our friends at Exogun that supply us with great massage therapy guns? Is that the Exogun you're talking about, Jared? Sounds about it. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because the Into the Triangle podcast brought to you by Couch Guy Sports is also sponsored by our friends at Exogun. Good friends. Very good friends. Have you ever done a workout and feel like you need a massage right after? Get that massage without having to leave your house. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down anymore because Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Exogun is portable, adjustable, powerful, and is trusted by the pros for the ultimate in recovery experience. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with Exogun. You can get 10% off with the code CGS10 at CGS10 at checkout. Exogun comes with a charger and a carrying case to make sure you're charged up and ready to take it wherever you need it. Go get your Exogun today. Treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice. Check out CGS10. Get 10% off. CGS10. Okay. Well, that being said, we do have a wild card game tomorrow. It is Red Sox. It is Yankees at Fenway Park. One game to decide them all. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I'm already freaking out about it. I'm I'm not going to go to sleep tonight. Um, Nathan Evaldi, Garrett Cole. It's, oh, Al, it's, I don't even know. Like, I want to say they can win this game. And they, they definitely can. But the way they've played the Yankees as of late, it scares me. Even though they're at Fenway, which is great, it's a bigger difference, but like, it scared me that the fact that they have to play the Yankees in this game. Uh, initially, I wanted to play the Yankees because I didn't want to play the Blue Jays or Mariners. I'm still on that boat. I think this is the best chance for them to win the wild card game. Um, and they're at home. So everything's in their favor here. It's just a matter of if they go out and produce, hit the crap out of the ball like they have been. Um, Al wants to put together a lineup. I'm okay with that. I want to talk about Xander Bogarts first because then we can kind of figure out where we want him in that said lineup. I already know where I want him, but go ahead. Well, Xander Bogarts, what's going on with this guy? Um, inconsistencies, not coming up big in moments. Um, I don't know what the average is in the last couple of weeks. I haven't looked up the exact splits, but it hasn't been good just even by the eye test without even looking at his stats, advanced metrics, all that crap. It hasn't been good. Thank God for Devers, right? Pay that man in dipping dots. Can we, can we, can we think he's going to turn it around for this game? Obviously you play him. You can't take him out of your lineup um, because defensively he's been fine. Um, and you now have Jose Iglesias, which this is a pro Jose Iglesias podcast, by the way, if you, if you mm-hmm. figure that one out, thank God for that guy coming back. Even though we can't be on the playoff roster. Um, Truth. This is something that should be concerning for Red Sox fans. Um, and Al, I have confidence that he's going to figure this out for this game, but I don't even know why I do have that confidence because it, it's been bad for the last couple of weeks. I don't know why you do either because I have zero confidence in him going into this game at the plate because I think it's a combination of two things. I think it's one, the wrist injury that he had earlier on in the year. He even said himself that he created some bad habits with that wrist, and I think he still hasn't broken out of them, which is a very big concern. Yep. And number two, Jared, this isn't the first time that we've heard this from Bogarts. There's been seasons past where – you know, he's just tailed off at the end of the season. Yeah. Like, th- th- this isn't anything new for Xander Bogarts, and this shouldn't be new for Red Sox fans. That's the thing. You know, Bogarts is a guy that 
defensively you have to keep in there because he's one of the best defensive shortstops in the MLB. Yeah. But but if it wasn't for that, I mean, hitting wise, like this guy just looks lost at the plate. He's taking fastballs right down the middle. He's swinging at junk. And a lot of the Red Sox hitters are doing the same thing. They're chasing sliders in the dirt. Like that's the one thing that concerns me about this wild card game is if Garrett Cole is locating his off speed and Red Sox hitters are chasing it, it's going to be a long night at Fenway. The last 14 days, Xander Bogart's hitting 216. Ew. The last, just the last week, it was 200. Ew. Over those 14 days, he has 14 strikeouts. Um, let's see, four RBIs over those 14 days, one homer. Ew, um, ew, ew. 12 hits. Ew. Over those 14 days. Gross. That, that's all. That's all 12 disgusting. hits and 37 at bats. That's insane. That those are the numbers. I had to look them up because I knew they were bad. I had to read them out loud. It's not what, good. What was the last one you said? Twelve out of thirty twelve hits and thirty-seven at bats. Is that right? No, because that would be that would be about three thirty something. He's hitting twelve for thirty-seven. Maybe twelve for forty-seven, maybe. Oh, it's my bad. I read the wrong number. It's twelve for forty-six. You're right. Oh, 46. Okay. I was gonna say right. that the numbers, the numbers didn't sound right. You're right. It's, it's, oh. That's better. Thank you, math teacher. Um, You're welcome. Not my subject. If you all didn't figure that out. Um, <laughs> either way, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. It's not good. Um, it's hard for me because, you know, when he's on, he's fourth, he's fifth. He's right in there. Um, and he's a big reason why you should win this series. Now, or this game. I think you need Xander Bogarts to win this game. I really do. Like, I think he needs to be that cog. He needs to be that player. And even if you put him sixth, seventh, whatever, like he needs to hit wherever he is. Um, Because at the end of the day, this lineup produces because they were threats all the way down when they were good earlier on in the year, especially. And if the pitching doesn't happen, you need the lineup to kind of keep up until they get to someone that can. So looking at this game, obviously we're both concerned in Xander Bogarts. Outside of Xander, the biggest storyline to me is can the offense make up for it if he isn't right? And that is Kyle Schwarber, right? Uh, J.D. Martinez might not even play in this game uh, because of his, is it an ankle? It was ankle, right? Sprained ankle. So he might not even play in this game. If you don't have J.D. or a right Xander against Garrett Cole, now what are you going to do? you got Schwarber you got to play now. you got to hope Rafi and Verdugo are big time. Kike has got to be the, the, the good Kike, the good Kike version. Um, and then the big question is, to who you play at the second base? Well, they've already come out and said Christian Arroyo is probably going to get the start at second base. I mean, he has to, right? Like, who else are you going to play at second base? Because I would have played Jose Iglesias, but he can't play on the roster. So you're going to play Christian Arroyo at second base, who hasn't played in God knows how long, really. Um, you're going to throw him into the wild card game and hope for the best. Um, and then you've got to figure out everywhere else. So I'm concerned, yes. I, I do think they have enough to get through the Yankees. Now, either the Rank- Yankees or the Red Sox, I don't think either of them beat the Rays. I think the Rays will go to the ALCS and then hope for the best against the Astros or the White Sox. But I think the Rays have too much to beat either of these guys, but at least this makes for a good product for a wild card game. Um, it's, it's the best wild card result. No it's question. the best wild card you could have gotten. It's the rivalry. It's what's going to be chomped up to be. It's going to be an interesting game. Uh, Yankees have had their number as of late. The Red Sox are still good. Uh, this is the roller coaster of the Red Sox season, right? You went from the best team in baseball down to playing the wild card game. So look, it's, it's a compelling game for sure. Red Sox fans, obviously you want to watch this. Um, Al, what is your biggest before? And then we'll do the lineups. But what's your biggest story outside of Xander? What is your biggest storyline slash I guess concern coming into this game? 
So mine is, will Bobby Dahlbeck actually play? Because a lot of people are arguing for him playing, but the thing is, he doesn't hit well against righties. And you're going up against one of the, arguably the best, one of the best right-handed pitchers in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, this is going to sound really like, this is going to sound like a reach, but as far as the numbers are concerned, and if you want to throw the advanced stats and metrics into it, I'd almost rather start Travis Shaw at first base than Bobby Dahlbeck and have Dahlbeck as the better bat off the bench if the Yankees bring in a lefty reliever. I'm not against the Shaw thing. Um, I don't think they'll do it because I think they'll leave the Shaw as that, that bat off the bench. Um, they're going to play Bobby. I, I don't think they will, but I don't disagree with you. Um, and if you play, if you start Shaw, but I think I do think Bobby's better defensively than Travis Shaw. He becomes a defensive replacement. He can pinch it later when Cole's out to have a big moment. Um, you can do all these things as long as Schwarber's not playing first base. I don't really care. But I, I think Shaw makes a lot of sense, and, but I don't think they'll do it. Um, but I don't disagree. Like, that's a big matchup because, again, Bobby Dahlbeck's been one of those guys who's been hot lately um, and a big reason why these guys put string together runs. Um, and then another one to watch, too, is is Cork came out today and said that Pulecki's getting the start because of his numbers with Evaldi. So right away, we're doing a special catcher thing. Vasquez is not playing, um, and Pulecki's getting the start for Evaldi. Now, I do think that you know when that switch happens, I think Vasquez comes in for whoever pitches after Evaldi. Like, I don't think Pulecki ends up playing the whole game, but Pulecki is in for Vasquez, unless Pulecki set the crap on the ball. But Pulecki's playing behind the plate to catch Evaldi. That's a big deal, right? That means Vasquez isn't playing. Uh, the doll back. So there's question marks in this lineup, but there has been since they dealt for Schwarber because then you have to worry about getting his bat in the lineup. Now, if J.D. Martinez isn't playing, then you got to think Schwarber's just going to be the DH at that point. Schwarber is your DH, um, and then you just deal with that, right? Like, I think that's going to be your play. But going to the lineup, one through nine, Al, I have an idea where Xander's going to be. I have an idea. What, what, one to nine, what are you thinking? If you're Alex Cora, that lineup card that if you win, you're going to hand it to Bloom in the locker room with more champagne like they did this afternoon or yesterday. What are you going to do with the Red Sox lineup? One game, New York Yankees up against Garrett Cole. Who's where? And we're assuming J.D. Martinez is out or he's playing? Mm. Let's assume he's going to play. Okay. So because that... I think he'll play unless he absolutely can't. So I know people can't see this because we're only on audio, but I'm actually writing out a lineup right now as we're speaking. Al takes his coaching duties very seriously. I do. Because there's a lot that's here if you're considering it. Now, my my lineup would be a little unorthodox, but I think it's a lineup that a lot of people would be like, okay, this has a chance of being very, very good. So I'm just finishing up the last two little details. You cannot have Alex Cora play second base. I wish. If that was not enough for you, you can't have Pedroia come back out of retirement. David Ortiz ain't walking through that door. Manny Ramirez ain't walking through that door. Maybe Pedro. Pedro could probably still pitch, right? All right. So here is my lineup for the wild card game. Batting first for your Boston Red Sox. Kike Hernandez playing center field. Love it. Kyle Schwarber hitting second, playing first base. I already hate it. I know. 
I yeah. really hate it. I know. It's it's <laughs> it, the the position. Yes. All right. You'll like this. This this will this will bring me back. I don't mind Schwarber hitting second. I, I it's just the first base thing. I know. All right. Hitting third, Rafael Devers. Mm-hmm. Fine. Playing third base. Now, now this is where you might think it's a little unorthodox. Batting fourth. I actually have Hunter Renfro hitting cleanup. I mean, honestly, don't hate it. Like, if it's not going to be Xander. J.D. Martinez hits fifth. Oh, and by the way, Devers playing third, obviously. Renfro's in right. Mm-hmm. J.D.'s hitting fifth, DH. Yep. Xander's hitting sixth at shortstop. I thought you were going to go lower than that, to be honest with you. No, see more fastballs. I mean, he's he's good for a six for a six hitter. I mean, hitting 200 in the last week. It's like J.B.J. batting ninth in the Red Sox lineup in the day. So, Alex Verdugo hits seventh. Playing left field. You tell me Verdugo's hitting seventh. That's a oh, you should be putting up some runs. Should be. Kevin Pulecki hitting eighth catching. Mm-hmm. Christian Arroyo batting ninth playing second base. I don't have a problem with most of that. The thing to me is that that Schwarber has to play first base. Um, I know. And that's where it hurts. But Schwarber playing first base keeps him out of the outfield. And that's a big deal because then you can have Kike and Renfro out there together. Um, and you don't have to, because Kike doesn't have to play second base in that situation. Um, I don't mind it. Who did you have playing left field? I had, I had Verdugo in left. Verdugo. So left to right, left Verdugo, to right, Kike. Verdugo, Kike, Hunter Renfro. Renfro. So like, that's your best and, outfield. That's your best right. defensive outfield. Yeah. Right. Um, and, then I'm, and then you got to go Devers, Bogarts, Arroyo, Schwarber. Plucky behind the dish for Evaldi. And then if JD doesn't play, that's easier. JD JD's out. Schwarber DHs most likely Dahlbeck plays first. Right. Yeah, and that and that's first. the change. Yeah. I I don't mind Schwarber hitting second. Honestly, I would even mind him hitting first. But I love Kike as a leadoff hitter. So, um, no, I don't think that's super. I think the big, the most unorthodox thing of that to me is Schwarber playing first base. Now imagine, oh, imagine the storylines, though, if they go in with Schwarber playing first base because the whole, like, you trade for him to play first base, you shouldn't be playing first base, and they go, you know, we're going to let him play first base. A wild card. The biggest game of the year. The biggest game of the year, we're going to let Kyle Schwarber play first base. God bless Alex Corrin if they they do that and they don't win that game. I know. But that's the hard decision they've had to make, right, Um, since they got Schwarber. It's the, where do we lack defense? Do we lack defense or do we lack bat? Because if Schwarber's playing first base, you have his bat in the lineup. But if you keep him in the lineup and put him in left, you're, you're lacking defense somewhere. Um, now, what I hate, see, this is where I'm actually okay with something like this. I also wouldn't mind Dahlbeck at first, Schwarber in left, Kike at second, let Verdugo play center. And don't let him. I know a Royal's going to play, but like that, I'd almost rather that and let Kike play second. Even though Verdugo looked so lost when he played center field in the Tampa series during Labor Day weekend, that was a month ago. So what? He still looked like he still looked like crap. Uh, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just trying to avoid Schwarber playing first base, and I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I don't know. Do you think JD plays? That's the big question mark. Truthfully, I don't think he does. Okay, so I, he- I I don't because he was getting more treatment on it today. And they have to make a decision by tomorrow morning because obviously they have to, you know, send out the lineup card. I don't know. It's not looking good. So if he doesn't play and you assume that, then that makes that easier. Schwarber's your DH. Dahlbeck plays first, most likely. 
and then you're fine in terms of that quorum out sucks because you don't have JD's bat and he's been playing pretty well as of late. But that's going to be time to tell. And, and at that point, if it's that if it's that much of an issue, then like is JD even ready for game one on Thursday if that happens? Like if they do win this game on Tuesday, so we're happy about the Red Sox making the wild card game, but clearly a lot of question marks. Lots and lots of question marks. Do you have faith in Nathan Navaldi to bounce back from that last start against the Yankees? Yes, absolutely. I'm not worried at all. Dude's a gamer. What's your prediction for the game as far as the final score goes? I'm so torn. I'm so torn. Um, okay, have to do it. Have to do it. Have to do it. Yankees four, Red Sox three. Wow. Yankees are going to win this game. You have them. Okay. All right. You know what? Fine. I'll be the optimist here. I'll go Red Sox five, Yankees three. In that scenario, Rafa Devers is the hero. Has to be. Rafa yep. Devers has to be the hero in this game if they're going to win, um, which all the faith that he can do it. Obviously, I'm not like doubting that. But the way the Yankees have played you the last month, um, the way you're coming in hobbling potentially without Xander Bogart, playing 100% of his ability, maybe not even 100% health, right? Um, and then they have Garrett Cole. Um, I know they're home, which gives you that edge, but I don't know. I hate, I hate to pick against them because I, I think they have the ability to win this game. Um, but I think, I think it's a four, three win. It's going to be a good game all the way out. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to be entertaining. I think some tempers flare. I don't think these guys like Verdugo doesn't like the Yankees. No, obviously not. Especially yeah. after the way he got traded in New York, the, the lines came out and the Red Sox are already plus plus one ten. Yeah. They're not going to be favored. No, even no. at home. At home, but look how look how bad they played against the Yankees of late. They just got swept last week. Yeah, like timing isn't good for them to be. I might. I mean, if you if you if you're a betting man, I wouldn't not take that. Like you know, like the chances they win that game are. I mean, I think it's like a fifty fifty split right here. I'm just picking the Yankees because I think that's just the way it's going to fall. But I think they're pretty evenly matched. I just know that at the end of the day, you're relying on some people to play positions that necessarily they're not ready for in the big spot. Um, and then you're not going to have JD play potentially, and Xander's not 100% ability wise right now. Like, it's a lot to overcome when you're going against Garrett Cole. If it wasn't Garrett Cole, like if he had just pitched and they didn't time out right where he was pitching this game, it'd be different. Um, I'd even be a little less concerned if you had if you had Chris Sale going. Um, but I just watched Evaldi pitch last week, and I saw him get. Sh- I mean, granted, Chris Sale didn't look great the other day either, but I don't know something something about the Yankees right now. I think they're going to take it, and then they'll lose to the Rays. I'm not I'm not worried about that. Um, the Rays are good. Rays are probably one of the yeah. best. Rays are the best team in the AL, hands down. Um, and they should go to the World Series. If they don't, it's gonna be, if, if it's not them, it's going to be the White Sox. The only thing that gives me a little bit of confidence is the fact that it's one game and the Yankees have two things that work against them. They strike out a ton and they barely have any team speed. So especially against a guy like Plawecki that doesn't have one of the best arms in the league, yep. you don't really have to worry about a lot of those guys running on them. Nope. So those are the only two things that I'm happy. Keep the ball in the ballpark. And you got a shot. All right. In the Triangle Podcast, presented by our good friends at Couch Kai Sports and Shocked Energy. Don't forget, CGSN is the code at 10% off your order. Or CGS21. At shockedenergy.com. I'm just reading what I got in front of me, <laughs> Mr. President. I'm just reading the, the code that I got put in front of me. Um, that's all I do now. And, of course, our good friends at Exogun. Go check them out too. What's CGS 10, right? Is the code at Exogun. So Exogun, Shocked Energy. Al's the new face of the Couch Guy Sports Network. And uh, yeah, hopefully Red Sox is winning. We're coming back next week talking about a divisional series that's already started. Um, if not, then I'll 
talk about the off season next week. Who knows? Um, until then, and hopefully Chris is back next week. Hopefully it's a week bug, and we'll get him back next week as well. But Al, it was fun. It was. Enjoy the game. We kicked it old school, just you and me tonight. I weird. know it was it was it was refreshing. Love Chris, but it, it was it was nice having a two man show. Full transparency, we did ask Jesse Arrow to come on. He's too good for us. Yeah, just fantasy drafts and all. Just, he, he chose a fantasy hockey draft. Fantasy hockey, terrible over his boys. Or former boys, I guess. I guess he doesn't pick I know, us. No, we're just we're we're not cool enough anymore. I guess we're not cool enough. All right, Couch Guys Sports Podcast recording tomorrow night. Don't forget to check that out. All the other podcasts on the network. I there's a long list now. I'm not gonna list them all. Um don't, don't even bother. Of course, find us on iTunes, Spotify, the Triangle Podcast, couchguysports.com. The recap will be up there. Um and just enjoy all the content. Oh, YouTube, Twitch, forgot to mention that. Subscribe to those channels too. Uh to Twitch is pretty much every day now, right now. Basically, at least five days a week. At least five days a week. Uh, YouTube channel is going to start growing up soon, too. I know they have plans for that. Um, so until next week, go Red Sox. Hope they win this game. Enjoy the game. Stress out. Have some caffeine, some shocked energy. And uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully talking about a win in a Tampa series. Until then, it was fun. Bye. See you guys. Bye.